welcome back to my podcast. You are not alone. Convos with Annalisa. I am Annalisa. Well, I want to start by saying I never intended to take this long of a break from my podcast, but life happened, coronavirus hit, uh, distance learning became the new norm here at the house, and my life just seriously took a whole different twist and turn trying to balance the girls' school, my school, still being obviously a wife, still trying to balance just everyday normal things, including finding toilet paper. Yeah, I'm not going to forget that interesting part of our lives. I guess the best way to kind of jump right back into this is just kind of giving you an update what's kind of gone on, how coronavirus has affected our family with a child that has an autoimmune disease because things that we never thought of before have suddenly become something that we have to be very aware of, which has taken a big toll on our entire family. Big props to my older daughter because she doesn't understand or she didn't understand at the beginning of all of this what it meant when we had to pull them from school. And she was like, there's not a reason. I'm fine. I'm healthy. But the thing about it is, is you have someone in the house that is on a medication that suppresses their immune system. That being said, we all had to learn to be super careful and very diligent about washing our hands, sanitizing, not touching things and touching our faces. It was a roller coaster and it was seriously at one point, I almost felt, I guess you could say, like I was having a small panic attack because I didn't want to do something wrong and cause harm to either one of my children or my husband. So along with being diligent about like keeping our hands and everything clean, we ran into the 2020 toilet paper fiasco. And toilet paper is crucial in our home because obviously Mabel Ann has a J pouch. She goes to the bathroom multiple times a day. We actually do need toilet paper in this house. Um, so when I saw that people were hoarding it, I was just, I mean, absolutely so scared because I said to myself, if there's not going to be any more toilet paper, how am I supposed to help my child who obviously needs it, you know? And I know it sounds silly, but when you're going that many times in a day, you need, you know, what's obviously more comfortable for yourself. So at one point, I remember going to Sam's and them just giving me toilet paper and me not being able to choose. And I know that sounds so, so silly, but when you're going to the bathroom multiple times in a day, you know, if you're getting something that's not very comfortable for yourself, you're going to end up having more issues. And that was like my biggest fear. We somehow made it through. I, I'm so thankful that, you know, I know that it could have been worse, but, you know, we we survived that. But that was all part of my, 
absolute in your face stress. And then I'm going to the doctor's offices, obviously, because she still has appointments, you know, and I remember them asking, like, are you taking her anywhere? And I was like, absolutely not. She's at home. And basically them telling me like, well, that's the best thing that you can do for her. We don't want her going anywhere. Now try telling a six-year-old that she isn't allowed to see her friends again. She's not allowed to like see anybody. It's hard. I can really say that our older daughter stepped up and put in some really good effort and spent a lot of time playing with the little one. There's that big age gap where you have a 10-year-old and you have a six-year-old and their their interests are very different. But luckily, you know, Addie Mae was, was extremely compassionate and she played a lot with Mabel, which I think just kind of helped everyone's mental state here at the house because it was definitely hard. Um, it was definitely one of the more trying things that we've had to go through here for sure. I don't just want to focus like on things that were stressful or anything like that. So I want to throw in some good news in here. During this time that coronavirus happened and like up until right now, we met with her endocrinologist. We met with Mabel's endocrinologist and she went ahead and gave us the okay to go ahead and start a big wean down on her steroid medication that she's been on since she was three. So you're talking three years of this medication nonstop daily. And so she gave us the okay. And every single month we have come down on this medication, which has been scary and exciting. And just, it's, it's a whole new chapter in our lives. She has done so great with it. She has her moments. I mean, if you've ever been on steroids, you know, you can get a little bit of that roid rage. And it's very common in kids who have Crohn's and ulcerative colitis to get moon face and ro ro roid rage and to get different things like that going on. So it's it's been interesting. I mean, we've had our moments for sure, but overall, I really cannot complain. So at this point, we are still December. We're December 2020. And this is hopefully the last month that she is going to be on these steroids, which is huge. This is a happy dance. This is everything. This means when she is done with this medication, she will no longer be on any prescribed medications. She will take some over-the-counter meds, such as Imodium, which helps her J-pouch kind of regulate how many times she's going to the bathroom. And she's also on a Flintstone with iron, um, which is good because we all need vitamins. It's very helpful, especially since she's a picky eater. But this will be the very first time since she was two that she won't be on a prescribed medication. So if you want to do a little happy dance with me right now, I'd really appreciate it because this is huge for our family. And I just feel like 2020 has given us all so many heartbreaks and different emotions that I hope that you all can appreciate the joy in this for, for us, for her. <laughs> so along with coming off of medications, which is super exciting, 
we were actually um, contacted by the Texas Children's Hospital in Houston um, to see if we could give some feedback on Mabel Ann and how she's doing now. And if we thought that there was anything that they could do differently, if, you know, when we changed doctors, if there was something that they had done that possibly wasn't done for us over at their hospital, which is really huge if you think about it, because it's almost just like we're still helping. We're still helping other families with just our our feedback. And I was as honest as I possibly could be. I did tell them that I'm always thankful and I'm forever, ever thankful for their hospital because I do believe that they were what we needed at the time. Um, we did definitely start seeing differently once the surgery had been done and, you know, time was progressing. I didn't really feel at that point that they had a plan. Um, I, I did. I was very very honest with them. And, and I kind of told them, you know, I kind of feel like they were leaning more towards just having a permanent ostomy as the solution to all of this, opposed to helping us get back on track into getting a J pouch and having that ostomy takedown. They were very receptive of the information, which I mean, again, that's just huge. I hope that it helped another family. Again, I don't my husband and I both don't don't have any hard feelings or anything like that. I think that they did what they needed to do when it needed to be done. But I definitely think that some of the groups that I had joined while I was out there on Facebook helped guide me into a different direction and a different path that were ultimately able to kind of help me save the last of her colon and give her some kind of a normalcy. So that was extremely interesting to happen during all of this time. So now that we're all caught up, I'm going to go ahead and just kind of end today's podcast with just really saying thank you. Thank you to everyone that is still out here kind of listening to these little podcasts of mine. And thank you for always still kind of checking in on us. I do get people who send messages on Facebook Messenger and text messages, just kind of checking on my girl. And it's all really so appreciated. I hope that you have been able to take care of yourself during this entire year that has been very challenging for all of us. I want you to know that you are not alone. I have been here with you the entire time. I understand you know, the daily struggles and just keep your head up and just know that we're going to get through this and we just have to have a little bit of patience and a lot of kindness. I hope you all have a good one.